Dan was having trouble concentrating on his work. It was fair in a way, because right then his work was a three-year-old filly, and she seemed to be having trouble concentrating on him, too. But he was the human. He was in charge. Damn it, he shouldn't have thought about being in charge. He eased the filly back to a walk and dropped his reins. It was only the fourth time the horse had been ridden, and she deserved his full attention. The experience was overwhelming enough for her without him letting his focus wander away. He relaxed his body and reached forward to run soothing fingers through the chestnut mane in front of him. You're okay, babe, he said. You're doing a good job. He wiggled his fingers, digging in like another horse would if it were grooming the filly, and he felt her start to relax. And that probably shouldn't have made him think of Evan, but it did. The way the man had just surrendered had let his body become, what, not a tool, not a toy. Dan thought of Jeff's long, artistic fingers and smiled to himself. A canvas. That was what Evan had let himself become. A way for Dan and Jeff to express themselves, their desire, their love, their playfulness, everything they were. Dan let his mind drift, let himself remember the dazed, disconnected look on Evan's face as Dan had eased into him, the soft, breathy sounds he'd made. And Jeff had been right with them, his hands roaming all over both of their bodies, his lips warm and firm. The filly danced a little, and Dan tried to call his mind back to business. There had been nothing remarkable about the night before. Well, it had been remarkable, but not unusual. He and Evan and Jeff were pretty well established, and they'd created a lot of memories together. He remembered the way Jeff's whole body had tightened with the first sweep of Dan's tongue along the length of his cock, and smiled to himself. Nothing unusual, and that made it even sweeter. He was trying to decide whether to give up or try to get some work done when he saw Robin, one of the barn staff, waving at him from the far side of the arena. She had the barn's cordless phone in her hand. That was weird. He got personal calls to his cell, and it was hard to imagine a business call so important that Robin would interrupt a training session. But maybe she had seen that he wasn't getting much done. He just hoped she hadn't realized why he was being less than productive. He thought about trying to ride the filly over, but swung off her back instead. She probably would have been just fine, but there was no point in taking the chance. Pushing a horse too fast wasn't fair, and it wasn't good training. He flipped the reins over the horse's neck and started across the arena. As he got closer, he saw Robin's expression, and his stomach twisted just a little. He couldn't read her face very well, but she looked tense. What's up? he asked, trying to sound casual. He doubted he could fool Robin but it was worth a try. Robin kept her hand over the mouthpiece, even as she reached the phone toward him. It's a woman. She frowned 
as if trying to figure out the message. Then she says she's your sister. Krista? As if he had another sister. Jesus, it had been, what, 15 years? Dan looked doubtfully at the phone. He honestly wasn't sure how he was feeling. He didn't know whether he wanted it to really be his sister or whether he'd prefer that it was a hoax. Dan, Robin prompted, you should talk to her. She sounded pretty legit. He obediently reached for the phone and Robin took the horse's reins without asking. She stood there, patting the filly's neck and watching him as he took a few steps away and lifted the phone to his ear.